The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about improving your search visibility. Joining us is Chris Dickey, who is the founder and CEO at Visibly, which uncovers impactful brand visibility strategies across all your target keywords. Chris is a veteran marketer whose career has spanned public relations agencies, large and small, in-house marketing, direction, and publishing. And Chris ended up pivoting his PR agency and founded Visibly using PR to create powerful brand visibility where SEO and SEM tactics were falling short. So far this week, Chris and I have talked about how PR and SEO overlapped. And yesterday we talked about the truth behind search visibility and how it's affected by PR. And today we're going to talk about how to win search even if your website isn't. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. Here's the last part of my conversation with Chris Dickey, founder and CEO of Visibly. Chris, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Excited to wrap up our conversation. We've covered a lot of ground talking about how the PR and SEO teams kind of play in the same sandbox. We should all buddy up and be nice to each other. And yesterday we talked about the idea of PR visibility. What coverage are you getting from other people's properties? And overlapping that with SEO visibility to understand what your true visibility is. And I asked the question, what do you do when you have a visibility score? I know visibly creates a visibility score. And how can you improve it? What do you do when your web properties aren't necessarily crushing it as an SEO for a keyword that you want to rank? What are some of the other ways that you can really get that visibility up? Yeah. So I'll give you a little anecdote. As a PR agency owner... 
we have done a lot of consulting around the idea of content and content generation on our clients' websites. And also because we have this kind of fascination with keywords. And so we've done this. And time and time again, I'm sure you've heard this too, Ben. Our clients get so far in search. They see this like incredible rise from page 4 to page 2. And then they just plateau on page 2. And it's such a shame because page two essentially has as much impact on their traffic as page four does. You know? So you know, we've seen this glass ceiling that our clients hit time and time again. And perhaps it's because we're going after keywords that are just not accessible enough or too competitive. But at the same time, it's like it's just tough for like early life cycle or even mid-sized businesses to break onto page one for the keywords that they really want to be ranking for. It's just years of backlinks and content work and doing the right stuff. There's no quick way to do it. So again, I think it's worth you know recognizing that search is multi-channel and there's more ways to create a touch point with the consumer than just through your own website. In fact, as a PR professional, I can tell you that having somebody else sing your praises is a very, very powerful thing. And especially if that person that is comes from a trusted voice or a trusted media outlet or a trusted journalist, and they're saying, this is really good stuff. I recommend you buy it. And here's where to buy it. Now, that's a completely relevant way of capturing a customer that's really under-focused on in search. And that's something that our agency has been doing successfully for many years. And I can tell you it's entirely achievable from that perspective. What I'll tell you is that it's not always intuitive which media outlets and which writers are winning top of page visibility, if you will, in search. It's sometimes it's like there's these blogs that you knew that they existed, but you didn't give them much attention because they're just not Hearst. You know, it's just not Men's Journal, whatever it might be. And it's like, but Google loves them for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a reason behind it, but you know, they're just doing a much better job with their own SEO. And so understanding who's winning already in search and building relationships with them. And then, I mean, that's what PR teams do all day long is they reach out to third parties and they get them to take a look at their stuff. Then they facilitate a nice interaction. And then the next thing you know, there's a great review out there. The problem with PR is that I think the distribution of that content has become so challenging, right? It's like they either have their own channels, which is what media has done historically, or you know, search. Now you're relying on Google to elevate your stuff. And so... I don't know. I personally think that their own channels are becoming less and less relevant. I think there's also something to be said for the audiences of like an own channel versus a search channel. And what I mean by that is that when you're reading men's journal, it's typically a leisure activity. You're not there to kind of like do something specific. You're flipping through the pages, just seeing what kind of you know what's what's interesting. The difference between the reader that's like showing up in search is that they have a goal, they have a purpose. There's a reason for them being there. They're asking a question. They're at their what I call active information seekers. And obviously, this is all intuitive to SEOs, but like you know, for the PR profession, we've been relying on these, these audiences that aren't that productive. And when we pivoted as an agency toward recognizing the search audience was the most productive audience out there, it totally changed the game for us. The interesting thing to me is thinking about the audiences, not the keywords. And I think that that's a departure from how most SEOs think. It's if you're looking at a given keyword, you must be in my audience, as opposed to 
the PR rep is probably looking at what's the audience of this publication? Is it a fit for my brand or service? Yeah. When you think about understanding who an audience is and whether there's an overlap, how do you go through that process? Great question, Ben. Great question. All right. So PR professionals and I think marketers in general are trying to match up who they think an audience that would be a good fit for the products that they're selling. And at the end of the day, they're looking at maybe demographics and gender and household income. And you can drill down way further than that. You know, I mean, I, back in the day when I worked at a much larger advertising agency, we would, we would basically know the kind of car you drove and the kind of jeans you bought. But more broadly speaking, when you look at these demographics between readerships and DMAs and things like that, search, once again, brings you this pinpointed customer. You know, it's like if you're a farmer and you had this highly specialized tractor and a piece breaks and you need to fix it, you're going to go to search and look to see if you can buy the specialized piece. And the person who's creating that specialized piece is going to meet you there. You know, it's like, where else can you find that connection? And so I see search as just like this tremendous product discovery platform where people are asking questions all day long. They're finding answers in these highly predictable places. They're pretty much the, above the fold in the first page of search. And it becomes the dilemma for any marketer to say, how do I create touch points or visibility in this first five or first seven organic positions in search? And I think when you frame it from that perspective to say, I have such limited real estate to make an impact here, um, paid you know, advertising, a good ad for a non-branded keyword search does around two, two and a half percent of all the clicks for a page, which means that 98, 97 and a half percent of all the clicks are going elsewhere. And you know, you can certainly buy your way onto those pages, but it's extremely expensive, especially the keywords that are really driving a lot of traffic and a lot of top of funnel visibility. And then at the end of the day, it's like, well, Hey, why don't our PR teams do their job and focus on winning some search, you know, some like reviews here, and then boom, we're number one or number two, or maybe we have the answer box. Those things, I don't think they need to be your own website. If they are, that's fantastic. I mean, good for you. That means you have an incredible website. But for most brands, they don't have that luxury. They just don't. Like, they're not going to get the answer box every single time they want it. So it's worth thinking about the web properties that are in a position to win those answer boxes and how can you work with them to leverage your own brand. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about some of the data that you think about when you're looking at, you know, figuring out if a keyword and audience and your coverage actually makes business sense. Well, you know, it's interesting. When you look at the SERP, it's pretty much broken down through three different channels, at least anything that's commercially oriented. You either have your brand-owned websites, you have your e-commerce sites, and you have your earned media or like PR hits, your journalism. And the proof's in the pudding on why it makes sense for brand-owned sites to leverage other sites to create visibility. As kind of a little exercise about visibly, we went and we took 3,000 earned media sites, 3,000 e-commerce sites, 3,000 brand-owned websites, and we mapped their average median mode domain authority across just a very large kind of sampling of these three different channels, earned media, e-commerce, brand-owned. And what's kind of not surprising is that earned media performed the best. Earned media, on average, had a domain authority around uh, 60 out of 100. But the mode, which is the mode, is the highest number frequency within the data set. The mode was in the 90s for earned media, which just means that like the majority of sites were up in the 90s, but there were some that were very low. So it's like those sites are time and time again going to outperform your own site every single time. The second most prevalent site that we saw was e-commerce. And the average e-commerce site was doing somewhere between 40 to 60 in their domain authority. And then with brand-owned, you know, it's like, sure, there's some really powerful brand-owned websites out there, but the average site was just between 30 and 40. And then the median and the mode were actually lower than that. So again, like that's that kind of big picture, 10,000 foot view, how brand-owned sites just don't have the oomph, don't have the publishing power, don't have the site visitors, don't have the backlinks that these e-commerce and earned media sites have, which put them at an inherent disadvantage when you're competing, you know, mano y mano within the top of the search results. It's interesting to hear your thoughts on data and evaluating the different parts of the SERP and how they are related to not only SEO, but PR, earned, owned, and paid media. Chris, one last thing I want to ask you before we go. You mentioned that, you know, visibly is your products and your services. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, who's using it, what's it for. Give me, give us the, the details. Thanks. Yeah. So we're super early. I would hesitate calling us an SEO platform where search engine visibility platform or SEV, we're looking at every single potential touch point where a customer might find your brand within the SERP. So what Visibly does fundamentally is it footprints your brand against any keywords phrase. So we look at not just the metadata on the first page of search and whether you have content matches within that, but we also look at all of the content on the other end of every single link. So we're looking at all the pages that are linked within the SERP, we're looking for all the potential places where a customer is going to interact with your brand, whether it's an earned media site or e-commerce or brand owned or whatever it might be. And then we take it a step further and we help segment the SERP as well. And so visibly, it also can be used as a list building platform. We're able to cleanly identify all the e-commerce sites and brand owned sites and earned media sites within any given keyword search. 
And what that does is it provides really clear lists and sets of directives to your different teams. So if your PR team is just interested in understanding like how its work is interacting in search, then you can just extract all the PR results and say, oh, we missed these ones, we were in these ones. Same thing with e-commerce, same thing with brand-owned. I think what's really interesting with Visibly at the end of the day is that it shows you your blind spots. It doesn't just show you where you are, but it shows you where you're not. And it shows you what channel that is. And it gives you a lot of uh, supporting data on how to improve it. So take a look. You know, It's free. We're in beta right now. That's V-I-S-A-B-L-Y.com. And we're super excited to have people try it out. Well, Chris, I appreciate you coming on the show, telling us a little bit about the overlap between PR, SEO, search visibility, how to make the most out of your earned, own, and paid. And you know, for anybody interested in visibility, check it out. It's a great service. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Chris Dickey, founder and CEO of Visibly. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Chris, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Chris underscore Dickey. That's C-H-R-I-S underscore D-I-C-K-E-Y. Or you could visit his company's website, which is visibly.com, V-I-S-A-B-L-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 